Good morning. Welcome to church today. We are now in our second week on our preaching series, which is our series called Comfort. And in this series, we are exploring. We're exploring the God who provides comfort. We're exploring how God offers comfort to us and how we will extend that comfort to others. Last week, we looked at the tender heart of God. Today, I'm going to explore the comfort that God offers us. So let me share with you the, the reading, very, very first verse of Isaiah 40, which sets the framework for what we are doing together as a church, what it means for us to live in this comfort and what it means to us that we have a God that provides comfort. It's, it's the call for reminding us that God provides us comfort and that comes through Jesus Christ. Isaiah 40, verse 1, and it says, Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. So I want to ask you this question. Where do you get your comfort from? When life becomes stressful, when plans don't go the way that you had anticipated, where do you find comfort? What things, what activities, what people do you turn to? It was interesting in a little bit of my research that I was doing about where we find comfort. Um, I, I googled where do people find comfort from. You know, Google's fantastic; it gives you so many different answers. All depends on the question you ask them, and the algorithm that spits out your answer to it. And I would hazard a guess that you would get a lot of different responses if you had googled that question three years ago. Where do you get comfort from? And all of the top answers were about how people found comfort during the pandemic. And here's a couple of these things. I'm just going to generalise them. Um, one place that people found comfort, although you had to not be in lockdown to find this comfort, was spending time in nature, or at least in your own garden. So you, know, you could probably do that one. So people found comfort being outside, in the garden, with our natural world. Other people found comfort in reading a book. I love this other one, this one. People found comfort cuddling up in their favourite clothes. Does anybody kind of feel like that that's something that they do? That you, when, when times are stressful, you get on your favourite comfortable fitting clothes and just hop in them and sit there and feel like, you know, you've, everything's feeling better? Maybe, maybe not. How many people tried to bake bread in the time over the last couple of years? Because let me tell you, there was this trend on learning how to bake sourdough bread and that became the big rage 
all that time. But it was actually about providing comfort. And baking bread is actually one of those things that provide comfort. And I think part of it is because of the smell that was emanating from there. It, it gets a, have you ever walked by a hot bread shop after it's baked bread? What, what do you want to do? Just go in and eat something, don't you? It's a, it has that kind of feel that draws you in. And it, it gives you good feelings in that, that space as well. Other people watched movies. Some people talked with family and friends, either via technology or in person. Other people exercised. And this last one, any guesses on what it might be? Where people found comfort? Chocolate? chocolate? Yeah, that's okay. You can yell out chocolate. Pets? Yeah, pets are pretty good. But yeah, but, that, but it wasn't pets. It was more like chocolate. It was in food. It was in food. People found comfort eating food. And, and it, and, and there is truth to the phrase, isn't there, that um, we comfort eat. Has anybody ever been guilty of comfort eating? Actually, <laughs> I'll put both hands up. I definitely have. You know, when, when you feel stressed, worried, kind of in need of some comfort, you know, we, we seek out food, don't we? Um, and it's not just about any food. It's generally about the food that's bad for you, isn't it? It's either fatty or sugary or, you know, I, I don't, when I want to feel comfort, I don't go to the fridge, grab out a carrot and nibble on it. That doesn't, that doesn't kind of ring to me about comfort food, does it? It's about finding comfort in the things. But let me tell you, that's not the only place that we find comfort. I want to just read to you from Psalm 121. And, and it's, think about when times are difficult, when times are hard, when you want to have comfort. Where do you seek comfort from? So from Psalm 121, and it says this. I look up to the mountains, and where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let you stumble. The one who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, who, he who watches over Israel never slumbers or sleeps. The Lord himself watches over you. The Lord stands beside you as your protective shade. I love that imagery. Just think of it. As you are hurting, as there pain in your life, God is just standing over you, giving you protective shade. The Lord stands beside you and gives you protective shade. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord keeps you from all harm and watches over your life. The Lord keeps watch over you as you come and go, both now and forever. So where do we get comfort in times of stress? Where does our comfort come from? It comes from God. Yeah, we can have those transitory things that we put in place around, but we know eternally and beyond that pure moment, our comfort comes from God. Let me say this. God doesn't want us hurting from the pain of adversity and loss. God brings you comfort in this pain and loss. 
The word of God found in the Bible actually brings us comfort. Spending time in prayer and sharing our pain and hurt with God brings comfort. See, here's the thing. The current trend for us, and it's actually current, but it's been around for an incredibly long time, is that people tend to think that comfort comes from having more, having nicer stuff, having better stuff. It comes from avoiding pain. See, this is not comfort. It is actually being comfortable. It is accumulating the worldly possessions to make life easy. But that's not comfort. That's trying to be comfortable. The basic concept of comfort, both in the New and Old Testament, is that of encouragement. Encouragement whether by word or by the presence of another person that will help us in our times of need. Words build up, words reassure us, words provide comfort. Whereas people can build up, reassure, provide comfort. God brings comfort in our times of need. God brings his word to us and provides comfort. God is there standing beside us, offering us shade in the times when we have pain and brings comfort. As I alluded to, this is a concept both in the Old and the New Testament. And so I want to go into the second letter to the Corinthian church, which Paul, the Apostle Paul wrote to it. And see, the Apostle Paul, he had pain in his life. And he would often uh, talk about how he had a thorn in his side and he would have this pain. And yet he knew God's comfort upon him. Paul would often be tormented and driven out by other people, especially when he planted a new church and, and had those believers there, people would come in and try and take them away and that would provide pain for him. But God provided comfort to Paul and to the people. And this is what Paul shares in the second letter to the Corinthian church. And let me, let me just bring it, we'll bring it up on the screen for you as well. It comes from 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, chapter 1, from verse 3 on three to seven. So we're just going to read this little section. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is our merciful Father and the source of all comfort. He comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort others when they are troubled. We will be able to give them the same comfort God has given us. For the more we suffer for Christ, the more God will share us with his comfort through Christ. Even when we are weighed down with troubles, it is for your comfort and salvation. For when we ourselves are comforted, we will certainly comfort you. Then you can patiently endure the same things we suffered. And we are confident that as you share in our sufferings, you will also share in the comfort God gives us. 
See, Paul, when he writes letters, well, he has a, he has a standard way of introducing himself. Do you have a standard way when you introduce yourself in, in a letter? Although writing physical letters seems to be a dying art, doesn't it? Can anybody remember the last time they wrote a physical pen-on-paper letter? Merla can. <laughs> Let me ask some of the younger people. Can you remember the last time that you wrote a physical letter to somebody? There's a few no's over there. So it's a, it's a, a, but you can, you can remember the last time you wrote a text or last time you wrote an email. Paul, when he was writing a letter, you, and because letters were rare in those times, there were things to be cherished and, and kept. And, and believe it or not, over the period of history, people have kept letters from their loved ones because it brings memories back to them. It brings comfort back to them, because, especially when they've gone. Their words are on the page and it brings comfort back to them because they remember the person that was there when they are separated. And back in the day when, when Paul was writing to the church, it was even more rare. And the church would cherish this letter because it was advice, it was instruction, it was meant to be helpful, but Paul would always introduce himself. He would come and bring, in his letter, he would give thanks. Introduce himself, give thanks. But in here, in this letter, the second letter to the Corinthians, Paul gives his greeting, but then instead of giving thanks, he actually moves on to praise God for comforting him in his trials and in his pain. He's changed slightly the way he greets because it was important for that group of people to hear that Paul is going through the same trials and he can still praise God even in the midst of that pain because God provides comfort. Paul then moves on and explains that from this comfort that we receive, we can also share that comfort. And so Paul is sharing the comfort he has received to the Corinthians through this letter so that they may have that comfort. Paul is writing here, and this, this letter of 2 Corinthians also brings comfort and encouragement to us. It brings encouragement for us to look towards God for comfort and to share, share that comfort with those who we know that are going through hard times and who are in pain. As it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 5, it says, For the more we suffer for Christ, the more God will share us with his comfort through Christ. Why does Paul write this? He writes this because Paul himself was facing persecution, facing people that were saying that what he was saying was untrue or, you know, he's currently on his missionary journey at the moment, travelling around churches and, and sharing the message and he would be in places that would drive him out 
He would be in places and be fear for, fear for his life. He would be locked up for preaching the good news. And, but he's saying even in these times when he may be beaten for preaching the message about Jesus Christ as our Lord and Saviour, as the Messiah, he's saying even though I may be suffering for Christ, God continues to provide him comfort in this time. And he's saying this to the Corinthian church, knowing that they themselves are facing trials from the people outside and from people coming in trying to change them, to draw them away from from following Jesus Christ as their Lord and Saviour. And he's saying that you will have comfort from God as well when you follow Christ. Last week, I talked about how it's really important for for us as being disciples of Jesus Christ, as as Christians, as followers of Christ, to actually make it real for us, to make it real what it means to be a disciple, what it means to follow in Jesus' footsteps. And like last week, this week I want us to look at ourselves and what it means for us that God is a God of comfort. God offers us comfort. But it offers us comfort even in our times of trials and tribulations. So let me ask you this. Are you living as a comfort zone Christian? I mean, are you living as a comfort zone Christian? Or are we living as Christians that wholeheartedly follow God and rest in the comfort of God no matter what happens in our lives? Let me ask you that. Are you being a comfort zone Christian or are you being a Christian that will wholeheartedly follow God and rest in the comfort of God no matter what happens in our lives? Let me do some definitions for you so you can kind of understand what a comfort zone Christian really is. A comfort zone Christian is somebody that focuses more on themselves rather than on letting God take them on the most amazing, life-changing adventure. A comfort zone Christian goes through the motions of worship, goes through the motions of providing service and being involved in mission without any risk or without any sense of purpose that is from God. They do it. They do have a sense of purpose. Let me say a comfort zone Christian has a sense of purpose and that is to be as comfortable as possible. Let me say this. Don't let your life, as a, your Christian life, your life as a disciple of Jesus, be limited by the comfort zone that you are creating around yourself. Don't be limited by the comfort zone that you are creating. And we all do this. Let's be honest. Let's be real here. We all create comfort zones for us. We want places where we feel safe and comfortable. Notice that where we feel safe and comfortable. We, we, we don't always want to step out into the unknown and the places which may cause us to be, you know, fearing for what's going on and what, whether we might get through this moment. 
It may not be as big as that. We may not be being called to be missionaries on the other side of the world into places that are very anti-Christian. You might be stoned or beaten or set on fire, anything like that. No, that's, that's not necessarily where I'm saying God might be calling you, but God may be. What we want to do is allow the presence of God and the influence of the Holy Spirit in your life to help us to actually live by faith. To step out of our comfort zone, allow the Holy Spirit to lead us so that we may fulfil the will of God. To submit to the leadership of the Holy Spirit in our daily lives. And there's going to be challenges when that happens. And there will be pain at times. There will be confrontations at times. But God will also bring comfort in those moments. It's it's interesting because the times when I have felt most close to God has not been when I've been sitting back, relaxing on my lounge with the TV going and food in front of me. But I was comfortable. The times I've been closest to God is when I have been stretched, when I've felt uncomfortable and challenged, when... And just one of the instances, when I was in Haiti, preaching in another language, not knowing what's going on, not understanding all of the things going around, that is when I've actually had to go, it's not about me. It's not about my comfort. It's about God and bringing this message. I was letting the Holy Spirit work and take control of what I was doing. I was not comfortable, but God comforted me in that moment. It's being stretched beyond. Jesus reminds us that God is the one who will bring comfort to us, but it will always not, we won't always be in a comfortable situation. In John 16, verse 33, it says this, and we'll put it up on the screen. It says, I have told you these things, so that in me you may have peace. And in this world you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. Jesus is saying here, he's going to give you comfort, but there's going to be trials and tribulations, there's going to be heartache, there's going to be pain, there's going to be trouble in the world, there's going to be trouble around, but God has overcome all of this. God comforts us. So let us be comforted by the fact that Jesus has paid the price for us, paid for the price for all of our sins. And we can have comfort, we can have peace in the knowledge that that our eternal life is there because of what Jesus has done. We can have eternal life with God through Christ. No matter what happens in the world, if we place our faith and trust in Jesus we will have eternal life. For our God is a God that has a tender heart. Our God is a God that offers comfort in times of trial and pain. Our God is amazing. Let us just pray. Gracious, loving God, we give you thanks that you challenge us, but you remind us that life is not always easy. But Lord, help us in those times to turn to you to provide 
comfort to us, to help us and remind us to look beyond ourselves, to be stretched beyond what is easy for us. A Holy Spirit, come upon us now that we may follow you wholeheartedly into places that draw us to reach out for you and your leading on our lives. Help us to go out into the world and provide hope and healing through your name, the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour. Amen.